You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I immediately know that Double D is on the board today because we get some funky music on a Friday to bring us in to BeckQL Daily. Presented by BetMGM, live coast to coast on the BetQL network. And wherever you may be in the world, we're in your Odyssey app. Take us with you on this Friday when, let's be honest, if you're in like the upper Midwest or Northeast, it's going to feel like spring in a major way and you're going to leave work early. There's no way you're hanging out all day. You're leaving early. You're taking us with you inside your Odyssey app and downloading anything you may have missed later wherever you get your podcast by searching BetQL Daily. Watch the show if you're already at home. It's a work-from-home Friday. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL, or open that second screen on YouTube and search Odyssey Sports. We are with you with plenty to get to today. We talked MVP markets in Major League Baseball yesterday. We'll get into Cy Young Award markets today, AL in the final hour, NL in just about 20 minutes. Uh, And college hoops, a big college hoops weekend as we are now. I mean, technically, if you want to get into it, conference tournament season starts next week in the small conferences, right? Uh, A-Sun, America East. uh, But we're more like 10 days away. Uh, from the actual kickoff to the big boys conference tournament season. Mike Rutherford of Card Chronicle and the Mike Rutherford Show in Louisville going to join us an hour and 15 minutes from now. Plenty to get to, and it will start with the Combine in just a minute because there is, I guess we could call it quarterback news, kind of, from Indianapolis. But let's start with last night. We had to bet the Hornets alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. Joe trying to strong-arm all of us into a Hornets bet yesterday. He succeeded with some of us. Some of us stood strong. And in the end, we didn't get any kind of payoff, Joe, because we got a push, a 12-point push. The Bucks win 111-99. to So now we'll have to – they don't play again this year, do they? We can't bet it again. I do know some people that get mad when there's a push. They're like, nope. I'd rather have a loss. Like There are people like this. I'd rather have a loss. Give me some sort of a result. I will kiss my sister on this one. A Hornets push, when when you're pushing it to the limit, when you're stepping on the gas and saying, let's go, Hornets. We're a Hornets show for a night. Uh, Let's go. It's like you never feel comfortable. Your stomach's turning the entire time. You're waiting to just kick yourself in the backside and say, I'm a complete idiot. So to walk away betting on the Hornets after they got whooped by the Bucks the other night and you get your money back, I kind of feel like it's a win. 
sometimes, you know, sometimes uh, let, let's say you, you've got a team plus seven and you're down 14 and you get the meaningless touchdown and you end up getting the push in the end. Like sometimes that feels like a win. It's like a, whew, we got out of that one alive. That's how I felt with the Hornets last night. Yeah, I'd rather take a push than a loss any day. But real yes. quick, Chris Mack is wearing an Ice Cube hoodie. What are we doing? Is it- Friday? Let's go, Mr. Country. I wasn't expecting the Ice Cube hoodie from you. Aaron, you know, I have (laughs) as much appreciation, especially for early and mid-90s hip-hop and R&B as you do. So, Okay, good. I I appreciate all genres. Um, I just get paid to talk about guys with cowboy hats um, (laughs) and and boots every afternoon. And women. Um, True, yeah. I'll do that part on your show if you want. Okay, yeah, you just you just talk about the Laney Wilson Carrie Underwood stuff. The rest well, I'll handle. Really? Um, I have a quick question. Do you like the Beyonce country album? Because I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I, the album I haven't listened to any other. Uh, I've listened to two songs from it. One was eh, eh. the one I I I think I said this the other day. The one I really do like that Texas Hold'em song. I, yeah. The funny part was, and I've said this. I oh no, I was talking to uh, Chelsea and Kate about this yesterday. They asked about the Beyonce song, and I said, you know, the problem with country music fans is that they're kind of like hockey fans. And I say yeah, this as, oh, a, yeah. as an avowed Pittsburgh Penguins fan, right? Like, yeah. we want you to love what we love. Watch what we want you to w- Please pay attention to us. And then once you do, if you don't do it exactly the way they want you to do it, they get mad. Yeah. So, like, I played the Beyonce song last Friday night on Y108 here in Pittsburgh, but I didn't tell anybody before the song started playing who it was. I just played it. I said, hey, new music here on Y108. Tell me what you think. And immediately people were like, this song's great. What is this? I was like, it's Beyonce. Immediately, one, total 180. Nope. People's heads nope. spin around like the Exorcist. They're like, I don't like Beyonce. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, country music fans, much like hockey fans, they want you to pay attention to what they love until you do so, and then you're not doing it the right way. Or if it gets too busy, if there's too many people that suddenly like what we like, hey, this was our thing. Yeah. Now when we go to yeah. the stadium, there's too many people. Like, get out of here. We right. used to be able to stretch out and like, no, 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 this is too mainstream. Uh, that band sold out, Metallica. Get out of here. Like, you have yes. a little bit of that. Sellouts. Yeah. God, it's so <laughs> annoying. But to answer your I was question, also- I do like that song. I was wondering, do they play it on the country and the hip hop stations? The This Ain't Texas song, or is it just so, country? Like, are they fighting over that, or she's crossing over I know both genres? A lot of country stations did add it last week. Um, I don't know of any hip hop stations that have added it yet. I do know a lot of top 40 stations that have added it, pop stations. Yeah, that makes it's like sense. Perfect meet in the middle opportunity. We've got Beyonce and we've got country. Bang. And country, for whatever reason, is like, one of the hot genres right now. And what, what about when they leave country? What about when they leave country? Do they are they proud of Swift or do they play? No, no, Swift? Oh, no, no. We're tired. They're mad. Of She's. Oh yeah, 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 what? yeah. Country. I'm fans saying when she first left. No, when she first when left. She... No, no. It's yeah. like no. You, you. It's again. It's like a. It's like a hockey player. Don't go get famous somewhere else. You're not allowed oh to do God. that. Don't make money. You got to get. You got to get famous <laughs> because of us. Because of your hardcore fans, right? And so, no. Like, yeah. the, 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 other, the other one is if you play, there's a Morgan Wallen song with Lil Durk in it, right? So it's it, just watch country music fans head scramble. When you say the name Lil Durk, they're like, 
what? Huh? I didn't even hear him in the song. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Smoke out the ears. Um, there's your country music minute right here on BetQL Daily. Uh, <laughs> so Charlotte gets us a push. Miami kicks us in the junk, right, Aaron? I mean, stayed up to watch yeah. the end of that one. And they had the game in their hands, much less the cover. And then somehow they just completely screw it up. Well, they were down bad. I didn't even think they would get close to covering. And then they they did come back and keep it a little bit close. The other uh, kick in the junk was Jokic didn't get the triple-double. And I bet it yeah. twice because Joe told me there was a better number somewhere else. So I bet the plus 130 and the plus 155 thinking, for sure this is going to hit. No, sure didn't. few assists short there. Not his uh, best game, but that's fine. We're okay. Caleb Martin, the foul, down four. Four seconds left. That uh, did us in on that. Yeah. yeah, Brutal. That's the NBA. That's the way it goes. Um, Yeah. That's the NBA. Um, Also, looks like Wemby has all but locked up rookie of the year, right? Like, he he dominates last night against OKC. Even has a, a block on Chet. Um, where I don't, I'm still not sure. I've watched the video a couple times. If Wemby actually like clears uh, the ground when he goes up to block that, he's just so tall. It's he just puts an arm up and swats Chet right there at the elbow. It was um, so Wemby's locked up rookie of the year. I don't think there's any reason to even search for value at this point in that market. There hasn't been for a while, but definitely that is locked up. And the Lakers, the Lakers needed overtime at home to beat. Washington, Joe, the late, please <laughs> bear me with this. Oh, the Lakers, look out. LeBron, 39, carrying the Lakers in AD. And they needed overtime to beat Washington at home. I know it was the second half of a back-to-back, but get out of here. Washed. Uh, look, yeah, it, you know, as far as the Wemby point, it wasn't that long ago where he was not the favorite. In fact, a significant portion of the season, it was Chet, the guy he's facing off against, as the favorite last night. So, BetMGM has him now minus 900 to be the rookie of the year. And you got to go back to your priors in a situation like this. Like, we were talking about it when he was plus 250. Um, He's the unicorn. He's going to change the game. We've never seen anything like that. And just because Chet had a hotter start to begin with the season, been in the season, and he was on a successful roster, like, he quickly became the favorite. There's one book apparently has a minus 5,000 on Wemby for rookie of the year, which is just like, yeah, it's completely over. Chet's all the way down to 10 to one now. Uh, So I find that to be pretty interesting. The overreacting that we saw in November and December in the awards market when Wemby Nyama, you could have got a ton of value. And by the way, he's the second favorite for defensive player of the year. It's a long shot because of Gobert, but he's getting respect in that market as well. We talked a little bit about this uh, before uh, the show started. It does feel like there, like some people do this with the NFL and some other sports, there have been more spot plays in the NBA. And part of that is just, okay, that was a tough matchup. You've got to come back the next night, or they were up for a specific game. These are human beings. We have Maybe we're looking for it, but Aaron, it feels like we've seen a bunch of spots like that where, you know, maybe last game of a road trip, they don't care as much or first game back at home invigorated after a a tough game where they have an all out effort and all their dudes play a ton. Maybe that next game is when you want to fade them. 
it suddenly felt like that was a spot. And and I know we do this with the Lakers. Maybe I'm missing it. I don't really hear people saying that this year. I don't because there are no. so there's so much competition in the West. And talk about a spot play. Like whenever they do get up to play, it's against good teams or like rivals. If you look at their schedule, so I I agree. And as a better, I like the hashtag narrative uh, spots. I think it's fun. I mean, Luca getting the triple double on his birthday. Like it's been quite the week where we've seen different situations. I mean, the energy that Wemby and the Spurs played with at home last night was awesome. They got the crowd into it. Um, I, I when I was watching the highlights, I thought, gosh, I, I should have seen this coming, you know, like Wemby versus Jet. Like I missed it. Uh, but it, it's awesome to see. And I, I think you're right. Like looking for those spot plays could definitely be profitable. Again, about an hour and 10 minutes from now, we'll dive into college hoops uh, knee deep with Mike Rutherford from Louisville. Uh, and we will get into what to expect at the Combine this weekend as far as how it affects what teams guys are going to. But the news out of Indianapolis overnight is Caleb Williams. No, I I don't even, I I don't need to be examined by your doctors here in Indianapolis. We knew he wasn't going to work out. I don't think that's surprising. The fact that he's not working out. And, And to be quite honest, I don't think it's necessarily a big deal that he doesn't want to go through a dozen different medical exams with different team doctors. He has a pretty good idea, especially after meeting with the bears on Wednesday night, I would think where he's going to go. It's Chicago. That's most likely the Mm -hmm. spot. There's a very minimal chance. It's a Washington or somebody shocks the world and moves up to get him. Um, I, what is more interesting to me, Joe, is that Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels not working out at the combine. Um, Williams just showing up to basically go through the motions of seven or eight interviews aside from the Browns meeting or excuse me, the bears meeting. Um, All of that is, is happening while people, everybody is going to watch all the other quarterbacks throw tomorrow night. And I'm curious to see if there's any steam coming out of those workouts that pushes things in one direction or another. You know, you hear these, these narratives from insiders about, well, maybe it should be Jaden Daniels. You know, Dan Orlovsky, big on Jaden Daniels all of a sudden. And other people saying, no, 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 it's Caleb at one. Let's calm down. Um, but I'm curious to see how one, two, three may get juggled around a bit between now and, say, Monday morning because of Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, I'm already there. But I'm curious how long Caleb Williams remains the biggest story in the draft. It is this weekend. It's going to be, especially tomorrow when it, the quarterbacks are going to throw. I think Caleb Williams just wrapped up his conversation with the media. So I'm sure he's answering a bunch of strange questions about space and if he believes in that. And maybe we find something out there. I mean, yesterday was a thing with some dudes over at the combine. Um, but yeah, more and more people are getting on board. It, I guess once Fields is dealt, then this is over. Then we move on to which one's two. Which one's three? Is it going to be one, two, three QBs? And then the rest of the first round? Is it going to be McCarthy next? Is he going to be the fourth guy? How high does he go? Or is it next? Like we were hearing, let's say a month ago. That's going to be the thing. Because once it's clear cut, I don't think this is going to be the biggest story. It's probably, I, I envision it being like the Trevor Lawrence year. Like we all knew for a long time. A lot of times in the draft, Aaron, things flip. Even la- go back last year, 
we were going back and forth on which quarterback was favored to go number one overall. And now you look at it, you're like, oh, my God, the Panthers are so stupid. Great job by the Texans, the way they played everyone sitting there at number two and getting their uh, quarterback of the future. I don't think it's going to be like that at all. It's just going to be a, a Caleb train, and it and then it's going to be how does two and three fall? Exactly. The big question for me is two. I mean, it was Drake yeah. May, now it's Shaden Daniels. What's going to happen at that number two spot? And when do we finally get the uh, pulling of the pin, so to speak, on the field's grenade? Um, last year, <laughs> Friday, a combine week was the day the polls made his big move. Is it again this week? Mm-hmm. Some people saying it's down to the Falcons and Patriots now. We'll get into quarterbacks again in more earnest in about 45 minutes. Coming up next, though, NL Cy Young Market. Let's get an early look at it right here on BetQL Daily. Live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network, it is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. One hour from now, Mike Rutherford from Louisville joins us. The Mike Rutherford Show there, as well as at Bird Chronicle on Twitter. We'll talk to him about where things sit with a, a, an interesting college basketball card tomorrow and now just about a week of the regular season left when we uh, will transition into conference tournaments and then, of course, the bracket being revealed in a little more than an hour and a half from now, A.L. Cy Young, because with 28 days to go until opening day, why not get an early look at some of these Major League Baseball markets? Top of the hour, we get back into draft and combine news and what to expect tomorrow night when the quarterbacks throw especially how that may move markets or affect things yes uh dollar dongs no more in philly perhaps that'll be a part of off the board look at aaron's head turn around when she hears about dingers and dongs um snapped around hawk like instant like like knee-jerk reaction you're still muted but i oh i was saying uh the see-through pants will help you get there pretty quickly fair fair yeah those are free dongs for you you don't need dollar (laughs) dongs when you can get free ones in see-through pants speaking of see-through pants cy young award market in the national league um here's the thing for me (laughs) what Speaking of see-through pants. Speaking of see-through pants. Yes, Major League Baseball, Joe. Come on. Give me me some kind of credit for trying to transition from dollar dongs to Cy Young Award market. Yes. Thank you. Um, So here's the thing about the Cy Young Award markets, both AL and NL. Um, I I don't know if I can go in on either one of these. I have some looks that I kind of like right now. But I don't know if we can go in on any of these when we've still got, let's see, is Cease going to be moved before the season starts or are they going to wait till midseason? Um, is Blake Snell, when and if Blake Snell gets signed? Um, does Jordan Montgomery sign somewhere where they've already got a decently deep rotation? I don't think he's a Cy Young candidate necessarily, but does he help somebody else in a rotation perhaps put up Cy Young level numbers because they're no longer carrying an entire rotation on their back. There's a bunch of different variables and then it's starting pitching more than likely. So um, that's got enough variance in it to begin with, Joe. Um, The NL Cy Young though, like again, I'm looking for teams that are going to win more often than not. I know winning the division isn't a mandate, but I'd like to see that. Um, But some incredibly short numbers at the top of the board on Guys who make a ton of sense, like Spencer Strider in particular. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, look, this award has brought us a lot of value in recent years. So this is where you don't mind going a little bit further down and, tr and trying to, you know, just stay away from the very top. I think it's different in uh, the sense of the MVP compared to the Cy Young. Like Snell, preseason, early in the season, you could have got a terrific number. He was 35 to 1 last year. You know, Sandy, a couple of years ago, you could get him at 16 preseason. Burns, before he came onto the scene, that was his, obviously his first blow-up season, 35 to 1. I mean, you can go all over, all over the place. The, the last time we saw like one of the significant favorites win was 2019 when it was Jacob DeGrom, one of those few seasons when he actually stayed mm -hmm. healthy. So I don't mind going down the board. And actually, I'm surprised how much value. Like you look at the top, a, a guy that I thought would be near the top, but you're getting value. Why is Aaron Nola 25 to 1? Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't understand that one at all. Now, there are other things like – Guys coming back from injury, how much do you trust it? Do you want to take that chance and get some of the value there? Um, you know, Sandy goes down with an injury. He goes on the 60-day DL recently, so a recent winner, and he's not going to be involved in this market. But there are some names that are like, whoa, really? The projections love Senga? Uh, some other players that are coming over? You know, Walker Bueller threw a BP the other day. They said he was sitting 94, 95 miles per hour. If he's ready for the start of the season or even a couple weeks into the start of the season, we know what the ceiling is there. There's 100 to 1 on Walker Bueller. So that, that certainly stood out to me. So pay close attention uh, to his health the, the rest of the spring. Yeah, and he a couple years ago, he was really good. Uh, that's the thing. Like, is this another market where you're thinking about waiting? It sounds like mm -hmm. wait to get a better number unless it is like a Walker Bueller or Aaron Nola now. I I didn't find myself wanting to bet. I thought Zach Gallen was pretty intriguing. I don't know how I keep landing on these Diamondbacks players for these awards, yeah. but following up on what he did, um, he just seems to be getting better and better, and he's a big reason why the Diamondbacks have had success. He had a really good start to the season, and then like his last seven starts or so, not as great. His ERA was 4.93, So, but 11-3 with a 3.04 ERA and 19 games to start, so that could be one I would look at, but it's 12 to one. So I'm not sure if there's yeah. enough value for me to uh, bet on that right now. So I have three on the NL side. One's short, one's medium, one's long. Um, and the long shot is stop it, Hawk. Uh, the long one is I, I'm, I'm shouting out Jake here since he's off today. I think he mentioned this a couple weeks ago when we were talking Cy Young while you guys were off. Um, mm -hmm. Hunter Green at like 40 to one, 50 to one. If the if the Reds win that division, and look, the Centrals are completely up for grabs. Uh, it, uh, there's probably mm -hmm. eight or nine teams between the two divisions that could get into the playoffs with like 83 wins or end up going up, down in flames beautifully. Um, that's just the nature of the Central divisions, I think. Um, but Hunter Green at 40 to, or 50 to 1, he's going to be a reason they win the division if they win the division, giving them consistent work in the rotation. You mentioned Nola already, Joe. I don't you when you look at the projections, I don't understand why his number is so long. So that would be one that I would be tempted to jump in on now anywhere from 22 to 1 to 28 to 1. Um and then it's a shorter number, but I'm I I'm not all in on Spencer Strider being Superman yet. Like no. Max Freed 
at 14 to one, I think there's a little bit of value there because we know the Braves are going to win games. We know the Braves are most likely going to win their division. And if Spencer Strider were to, and I'm not wishing this on anybody, but if Spencer Strider were to go down for a few weeks or maybe just isn't effective for a third of the season, we saw he wasn't very effective last September, to be honest. Um, I think Freed, if that were to happen early in the year, and you lose a bunch of value on Strider because, you know, you jumped in on him too early. Freed could be the guy in a contract year who maybe helps keep that rotation afloat should it hit any bumps in the road or any struggles at all. So those are the ones I had to look at. But I do think whether it's NL or AL, which we'll talk about in about an hour and a half, um, it, it just pays to wait until closer to Memorial Day in both of these markets. Yeah, there's see with, with the Cy Young Award, there's going to be some names that we, we don't see. They're going to completely come out of the blue. I mean, look, I, I I talked about it a lot at the time. If you go back to the preseason odds a couple of years ago, you couldn't find odds on Robbie Ray. At the All Star break, I got a two hundred to one. Like that that is like the example of wow. Mm-hmm. You can find just incredible uh, value later on in the season if you wait and. Just wait a little bit. You know, to your NOLA point, and I obviously agree with you, it it has always felt like he doesn't get the respect for some reason in the odds market. Like, even if his war's up there, even if it's like, oh, where you got to check all the boxes. Okay, it's usually war, it's usually a strikeout rate, innings pitch, how's his workload. He could be up there with the tops in the league. And then for some reason, there's always a little bit extra value. And I don't understand. It's not a small yeah. market thing either. But for some reason, NOLA gets that bump so at 25 to 1 I like that Aaron the thing you got to pay close attention to though is and it's you know this is not a new thing it's every year but it feels like it's a lot this year the injuries the the holdovers from injuries from a year ago the new injuries in spring training are these going to linger are you going to push it early on in the season that's where you have to be really careful when it comes to Cy Young At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Well, the other thing is, like, we've seen guys come on late in the season, which made me think there could be guys, especially in the American League, coming back from injury that could come on late, too, you know, and maybe you'd get a better value if you bet on them now. Um, That could be another thing to look for. But I know Joe is always so good at finding, like, the guys that seem to come on late and just out of nowhere, all of a sudden they're running away with the award uh, in the right. odds. And it's just like, wow, we weren't even talking about this person for half the season. That's why Bueller's a great point. Um, when we get to the American League later, there's, there's a, a, at least three guys off the top of your head that could be like that. Scherzer and DeGrom, both in Texas. Exactly. Um, and and <laughs> McClanahan in Tampa, right? Like, if any of these guys yeah. comes back before the All-Star break and looks really good for a month, uh, you're you're instantly talking about jumping headlong into this race. Like, nobody mm-hmm. – that's the other part of this is – Cy Young, and I'm going to sound a little old man shaking fist at Cloud here or, you know, crotchety back in my day, but like you used to have to win 20 games, right? You used to have a certain, you know, you used to be well over 200 strikeouts. There were certain, certain things you had to get to in order to be like, okay, that's a Cy Young award candidate. It, it's just not, it's just not that way anymore. And, and I'm, again, I'm not here to complain about it or say one way is better right. or another. Like, my grandfather made me watch excessive amounts of Nolan Ryan pitching for the Texas Rangers back in the day. So like, I have an appreciation for that, but that's not what it is anymore. Like mm-hmm. you're just not going to end up with 20 game. Uh, you might not have a 20 game winner and that's, that's okay. We're looking at ERA. We're looking at K per nine and metrics like that. We yeah. had a Nolan Ryan baseball card on our bathroom mirror growing up. My brother was obsessed with him, and I think it was like every day he wanted to like stare at like what his goal was in life. So I'm with you on that one. Oh, I do have a <laughs> Nolan Ryan rookie. I don't know where it is right now, but I've got it somewhere. But yeah, I mean, that used to be when baseball cards were a thing. Like, whoa, you got a Nolan Ryan rookie? Uh, baseball cards were a thing and men were men and would throw 375 innings a year. Yeah. No. Now Pokemon <laughs> cards. Get out of here. This Pokemon. Pokemon tournament. What is this nerd stuff? I said to my wife the other day. I was like, <laughs> I was 
was joking, but he likes it. But you was... weren't. You were joking, but you weren't. I just couldn't imagine doing it, right? <laughs> Were you in Pokemon no. tournaments? I don't even know if they existed. No, I don't. We even, used don't to make fun of work? my little brother who was into Pokemon. I have a like a baby brother who's thirty, and we're like, "What is this?" <laughs> That's rough, <man. laughs> well, they think they're worth money. I mean, it's basically the same thing as baseball cards. Um, a name we've not brought up. And again, we get back to the Dodgers. Like, which Dodger could win? Yeah. Oh, any of them. Like, I threw up Bueller. Like right now, they've got him slated and like as a four starter. We'll see if he's there for opening day. Fine, of course they uh, bring in Yamamoto. Let's keep spending money. Uh, where else do they spend money? Tyler Glass now. Glass I now, yeah. love this dude. The problem is, he, you're just waiting for his arm to break. Like at any point, <laughs> like is he going to be ready? So he made his spring debut the other day. He's twenty-two to one. If he's like in that category, if he ever makes it through a season healthy. He's among the elite. Yeah. He's one of the best that can do it. That's just always the question. Dodgers are known for, you know, taking it easy on guys. Five innings, you're good. So uh, workload is part of but, this. I wonder if Glassnow is going to get that opportunity because if he does, I would love that play. But to that point I made earlier about, like, you don't have old workhorses anymore, like – 260 yeah. inning a year, Nolan Ryan, 300 inning a year, Nolan Ryan, whatever it would be. Like, Glassnow, I don't think, what, he's never gone more than 120, and that was, was that last year? I mean, but he, we, everybody talks about, because we can see the stuff, right? How this guy yeah. is it. Um, he doesn't have to put up 25 starts, right? Like, if Tyler Glassnow gives you 20 starts, and the K per nine are up around 13, right? And the ERA stays down around down under 225. And the Dodgers are winning more of his starts than they're not. Like, yeah, that's a legit Cy Young candidate in this day and age. And that's that's something worth keeping an eye on. I I, I don't have his number up in front of me, but that's one I I what is it, 20 to one? 22. Um, yeah. 22 to one. So that's decent value for a guy that's gonna be on a hundred win club, most likely, Aaron. If if he pitches mm-hmm. a full season, he's going to get at least 220 strikeouts, which is automatically going to put him in the conversation. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is, like, you don't have to play a full season or even be that good for a full season to win this award. So this is one where I'm probably going to pass. I think it is worth, like, finding some long shots now, but yeah. I'll probably just that's the question too is like how long do you wait like I mentioned Memorial Day Joe mentioned the Robbie Ray buy point at the all-star break a couple years ago like is it is it Memorial Day is it fourth of July is it all-star break is it trade deadline like how long do you feel comfortable waiting before you're like ah crap I lost the value on that guy yeah yeah when when do you want to take that risk like I like Senga and the strikeout rate's great but they told him stop throwing for a few weeks like he got injured too like just add him to the list so that's the risk in an hour and 25 minutes we look at the al cy young award market how does it differ from the nl including some of those injured arms coming back mike rutherford on college hoops in 35 minutes back into the draft and combine news at the top of the hour coming up next though we go off the board here on betql daily Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Happy Friday. It is March 1st already. 
spring feeling like it is in the air. Some nice weather for us this week. Chris Mack, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. And I found this interesting. So Shohei Otani, Japanese baseball star. He's very mysterious, very secretive. He doesn't want Mm -hmm. you talking about his dog. He doesn't want us knowing his dog's name. Well, it turns out now the guy is married uh, he says she's a normal Japanese woman, doesn't want to talk about anything else, really, uh, when the marriage was, no details, but we now know that Shohei Otani is married. Do you, like, where are you at with his secretiveness? Like, does it bother you? Don't mind it? I mean, I'm not really sure the content, like, why even say you're married then, if you're going to be so secretive about it? Uh... I'm yeah. Part of me is like, you're a public figure. This is the deal. You make all this money, but I also don't want to be like, act like I have a right to know about his personal life. Cause I don't, right. and I don't really care about it. Cause it's like, I, I, yeah, I made headlines, I guess, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, but I just get annoyed by the lengths that I hear that he goes to. Like, he just refuses to say anything about anything. Like, can you give us a little bit of something? Can, can you can you feed the machine a little bit? Because this is a big part of the reason that you're, you're a billionaire or going to be a billionaire. Yeah. Now. I think I grant him a little more grace just because, like, he is, he is, like, for lack of a better comparison, like, the Taylor Swift of Japan, right? Like, everybody in Japan knows Otani. Everybody wants to know what's going on with Otani and their celebrity culture is just as bad, if not crazier in some cases than American celebrity culture. So like if he wants to do everything he can to protect that, I'm kind of on board with it because look over here in America, like to us, because we're sports fans, he's Otani sports, all sports fans know who Otani is. But like the average everyday American, like in Omaha, Nebraska, do they they necessarily know Shohei Otani? So he can get with, get away with a little more, I don't know, it, being a little more anonymous if that's at all possible in the states. So if he can take advantage of that while he's over here, I don't know if I have a problem with it. See, I agree with that because I'm thinking in Japan, like people are like paparazzi. Everyone's just prying into every detail of his life. But because here in America, he's so secretive. I hate to say it. I care a little less. I'm not as big of a fan of him because it's not like Travis Kelsey. And like, I want to know more about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift than I do Shohei Otani. I respect his game and the incredible player that he is, but because he's so secretive, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. I don't care now. But if like he was buying into all this and leading into it and like having more fun with media, I might be a little bit more like curious about who's this woman i didn't google her i don't even care i don't want to see her instagram you know what i mean i'm just like all right but maybe that's what he's doing and he wants it that way it's it's also nfl versus major league baseball which are different planets and Mm -hmm. he i'm not blaming him i'm not trying to be buster olney the old baseball writer that's crotchety i'm gonna gonna blame him for (laughs) baseball's problems but if he did give a little bit more, it would help the sport a whole lot. Now I'm not, I'm not, Hey, whatever. That's yeah. fine. If you, if that's not your personality, 
Um, I'm just chuckling. Here's a headline in the Japan Times. Otani is taken. It's enough to make you cry. <laughs> there are headlines. I mean, <laughs> there are headlines. He's, that, he's that, the Beatles, there, right? Like yeah. he, he, he is. So, like, but I'd like I don't... to see him go on Saturday Night Live and like be more of a star here. Like, I know nothing I about his personality. I agree yeah. that I'd like to see it, but I understand why he's oh so calculated. Like, he, I, I don't, I don't want to say he can speak English. Like, I'm not going to presume, but like, he understands English barrier. just fine. Yeah, he, he understands it just fine, though. And it, as long as he wants to keep it up that he's not comfortable speaking it and he needs the interpreter, fine. Go about your thing, dude. Like, I, I if I were in Japan, I wouldn't be trying to speak Japanese right away for a few years either. But it's it's a way of kind of putting up that barrier between the celebrity culture and himself and his family that I totally get. As for marketing the game to the Buster Olneys out there that would criticize Otani, like... You know what would market the game a whole lot better? Like, I don't know. Maybe the the team that had the, the most marketable player, e- even if you think his personality is milk toast, uh, the most marketable player in baseball the last few years, actually getting to the playoffs. Like, the Angels suck year after year. They just yep. went through a, a multiple-year span of having Otani and Trout. Market the game that way by having the stars actually be on quality teams. I don't know. There's a yeah. thought. So I don't I Real, don't blame Otani for kind of throwing up the wall. Real quick on the English thing, and I learned this because I've been looking for au pairs in the past. There are certain countries that actually teach English starting in elementary school all the way through high school, and I just Googled it. Japan is one of them. So mm. the Japanese players 100% know English. It says they learn it in school from third grade all the way through high school. It's a subject and, you have to And take. Aaron, you spent a lot of time in seattle we all know ichiro was faking the whole time right <laughs> exactly that. right because exactly. he didn't want to deal with it it could use it as right. an excuse yep frauds just like the angels frauds, frauds. god <laughs> they're the worst <laughs> the worst every year oh this is gonna be your the year for the angels they made this signing nope he sucks too big waste of money oh this guy's hurt again big surprise yeah. Uh, Anyways, so it's uh, well. Are the Phillies frauds? <laughs> They're doing something. Why For dollar dog night? Oh, because of that. So yeah. why, why are they ending this now? Dis- I don't understand. It's over because Delco fan behavior. Yeah, Delco descends on Citizens Bank Park on these dollar dog nights, and it's just a free for all, and it's. Madness. It's it's like as much the drunken. It's a like excuse to get hammered. I mean, everyone just like goes and gets nuts and eats way too many hot dogs. But it's more so, I think the uh, the chaos that ensues or the extracurriculars. Uh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It's not dollar beer night. It's not dollar. I know. That's the thing. Philly fans are unruly. You can't blame the hot dogs on this. Right? This That's, is yeah. the, so we, the famous jail at the Eagles Stadium. Like, this is not because of the hot dogs. <laughs> so, we were having this discussion, Mush and I. So, she was like, What is dollar dogs? Like, this is not a thing at Wrigley Field. What is, yeah. is this not this a thing elsewhere? Well, it doesn't oh, have to be here at Wrigley in Pittsburgh. Ever. It does, yeah, yeah it doesn't okay. have to be at places where they, I'm surprised they've had it in Philly, to be quite honest. Like, I wouldn't think you would need dollar dog night. 
to attract Philly fans to the park, given the state of the team the last few oh. years. Like, I, I, but like, I, I guess it's... in like April and May and September when the weather sucks, maybe I want to get people out to the park. But like, it's always gonna, I, it's I, always an Eagles town. It's like you'll hear Eagles chants at Phillies games, even when they're like when they're really good, and the last couple of years will qualify. They'll be packed, but it it doesn't take much. Like if they they go down the middle of the pack, it becomes a little. You're not getting forty grand in there every night. I'm just reading some of the stories out of Philly with quotes from Phillies fans. Just (laughs) here's the one guy. My buddy ate thirteen hot dogs, and a guy five rows ahead of us turned around and he's like, "Yo." go for 14 so we threw one and we caught it and the next thing you know people were throwing hot dogs from the second deck the third deck it was all raining down on us and the fanatic has his hot dog gun and you see the aluminum foil come off the hot dog as it's going through the air as it's flying yeah yeah see this is more about philly fans inability to know when to self-regulate that's what this is doesn't exist that's an oxymoron of a sentence not a real thing (laughs) Don't we all have that problem? <laughs> I do. Uh, maybe at times. Where are we at on but hot why dogs? Do, why do dollar hot dogs do it to Philly fans? I don't get that. Why is that what drives them crazy? Like, like yeah. Joe it's said, a celebration. it's not dollar beer night. It's a celebration. Any excuse. It's a boiled like, hot dog. Everything. Why, why are you excited about that? And you know what? There's going to be plenty of ketchup on the, or there was in the past, RIP. Plenty of ketchup I mean, to go around, ev- Joe, on every those hot dogs. Everything tastes Fine better when you're care. drunk, like, especially True. if it's a dollar. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what would Euro? you do? <laughs> yeah. See, like, do dollar Pizza Euro puff. night. Like, right, like, now you're talking to me. I, I was going to say, there's so many better options Slider. than hot dogs. Like, get a brat, get a pol- Polish. Right. Same thing. Like how often is everyone eating hot on dogs? Beer, only at baseball games. Right? The last kids. Time. Only kids. Yeah. Games. Yeah. When I was a kid, baseball Cut games and a little bites and cookouts. Like if I'm at a exactly. if I'm at a cookout where there's someone cooking them on the grill and they're like good hot dogs. Okay, yeah, I'll have a hot dog. Yeah. Or Same. That's two. the only okay. time. Nuts. Like, but like once every five years, I'm good on five years. Oh wow, it's been multiple years for me. I think I just always go broad. I'm always grabbing a brat. Yeah, that's true. Aaron, you said if this, you've got you said, burger, brat, hot dog at a cookout, like hot dogs probably last. Aaron, though, you said in the the group text earlier you you needed dongs. I thought we were talking about. <laughs> oh, oh no. I did not Sorry. say anything. Jumbo. Wait, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I, I misunderstood. Oh my! I'm, I'm going to go back and check that now. I'm sorry. Once every five years, Chris Mack. <laughs> Once every five. Years. <laughs> That's it. Oh, good for you. D battery budget is up in the Hawksworth home. Good lord! Wow. Charge it. <laughs> guys. Oh boy. It's Friday, Joe. Where do we go from it. here? It's Friday. Lean into it. <clears throat> I don't don't worry. <laughs> Quarterback talk coming up next from the combine. <laughs> guys in Fine, shorts guys. and underwear. And Mike is now the time Great. to debut yeah. our dingers and dongs segment dingers that we're going to doing. <laughs> yeah, we're still workshopping. Dinger but... or dong? Yeah. Just, we're all, we got something. Just a there. dong. Yeah. There's... Yeah. Dong, dong, dong. Um, 
Tomorrow night, the quarterbacks throw at the Combine, but not Jaden Daniels, not Caleb Williams. What do we make of some of the to-be-selected-by-team markets for the top quarterbacks in the draft? We go into that next right here on BetQL Daily.